Welcome to We're Watching Stuff, a podcast where we watch movies, TV shows, music, and everything in between. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can contact us at we're watching stuff at gmail.com. And if you're also interested, we have a talking about segment where we talk about literally anything and everything. Thanks for all your support, and don't forget to watch some stuff. And we are back. Sorry, it has been a minute. It has been more or less a sad minute. Not only have we missed podcasting so much, but we also had a loss in the family, so we had to do a bunch of traveling across the U.S., Mm -hmm. (laughs) and... We had to fix up an apartment and all the good stuff. Right. But we listened to some cool podcasts on the road and... We watched some cool movies. Watched some movies. So I guess we're prepped and ready to be back. Yeah. We're we're ready to get, get rolling. Starting with Love and Monsters Hunters. That's the name of this episode. But we're going to talk about Love and Monsters and Monster Hunter. So there's two movies re- related to monsters. One of them is a love, love action. And the other one's a action based off of a video game. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the Monster Hunter series, we'll be diving into that because we are players. Of that game. Yeah. So first off, we have Love and Monsters. It came out October 16th. 2020 and it went straight to streaming yep and it's labeled theaters and streaming but it streaming it's, it's just, just a, it's weird because i well, mean it probably came out for like two days and they're like nope we got to take it out right um so seven years after monsters took over the world joel is determined to leave his underground safe house to find his former lover and uh that's a good wrap up of what it is for sure but we could tell you it's a hundred percent better than that (laughs) like it's so cool so much fun so much to so much happens Mm -hmm. and you learn a lot and it's incredible it's so incredible i think it's kind of like a cross between like zombie land and warm bodies warm bodies yeah yeah and like it has some like quirkiness that kind of reminds me of like eighties movies, mm-hmm. like uh, like Breakfast Club and like and the color Bueller. the color vibes of the whole series is yeah. incredible, vibrant, fun. I want to watch it again. Me too. For and real. The monsters are pretty cool. So basically, the monster apocalypse or whatever. Monster op- o- apocalypse. Monster apocalypse. Yes. Okay. Um, like. Something happens and there's a ton of chemicals or radiation that falls onto the earth and mutates the animals that are already here. Animals, insects, yeah, any, any little thing. Pretty really. much any living thing except for humans. It doesn't mutate. Yeah. So like plants, bugs, uh-huh. sea animals. ginormous. Yeah. Everything's altered. Like earthworms were the scariest freaking thing in this movie, but right. it was so cool. And, like, the cool thing you learn, because, um, do you want to go, I was just going to say, the main character, Joel, 
played by Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. Goes on this quest to find his girlfriend. Played by Jessica Henwick from the uh, Iron Fist series, right. if that helps. And, uh, like, on his way, he finds a dog, which is really cool. And he meets up with... Um, Michael Roker. Michael Roker and... Um, and a little girl played by uh, Ariana Greenblatt. 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 Yeah. So, like... And you get to hear stories, like you assume stories from certain people, but then they give you their story and you're like, oh. Right. And oh. it's kind of cool in the way that it, like, it has, like, rules for surviving outside, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool because you learn that, like, not all these creatures are, like, are bad, are bad out to get you. Like, there's yeah. one that's, like, peaceful as long as you don't, you know, threaten it. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like a lot of them are probably peaceful if you don't shoot at it. Right, and it's like some things that were that evolved into predators weren't originally predators, but some things that were predators evolved into nothing not peaceful, yeah, peaceful, peaceful, and not like predatory, predatory, more of your friend. And I think they were advertising whales at one point. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I have to watch it again. But right. it was so good. It was so much fun. It was. It's definitely not your normal apocalypse movie because. The way they start it, and then the way they tell the story, and the way they leave things hanging, you're like, oh, I'm usually used to everything in between that. Right. And now you're not getting it, you're just getting the aftermath. I'm like, finally, finally, a good series. Right. A good series. I don't know if they're going to do more. I mean, they left it open. I think the writer has another book. I'm not entirely sure, because this was a book. Right, it was a book before. Um, But it's just kind of interesting. So, like, the main character, he's lives in a underground bunker with a whole bunch of other people but he's not the kind of guy that goes out and hunts and gathers he's like the he's kind of like the chef and kind of like the janitor Mm -hmm. like uh, in the bunker like they're like no joel you you shouldn't go you're gonna die you're gonna get you're You're gonna gonna get get hurt hurt. and he's like well screw that i want to go find my girlfriend yeah and you know i'm not gonna spoil anything of the ending it's kind of a recent movie it came out if it came out in october Less than a year. Yeah, less. Well, yes, less than a year ago. Um, but it's a it's a great movie. His dog in that movie is just the perfect dog ever. His name is Boy. <laughs> His name is Boy. And when you say Boy, he's huh? He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Uh, directed by Michael Matthews and written by uh, Brian Dufield and Matthew Robinson. Um, yeah, if you want something fun, if you want something monstrous you want something action but you want something kind of family it's kind of family friendly obviously there's you know it's he's gonna go find his lovers so there's kissing and making out and i wouldn't say sex but sex is at some point because they talk about this is seven years in a bunker right like everyone else that were in this bunker with him have started their relationships but yeah people had coupled up and had baby like there was a couple people that had a kid and yeah so it was just interesting, like it kind of put into perspe- perspective on like, if you were in a bunker for seven years, you, this probably would happen, you know? Right, right. Was, People would shack up because like, what else is who there else to are you going to go see? Right, like, <laughs> like, you're gonna, you're kind of trapped <laughs> under this. But thing I wouldn't say people. that you're forced into it. I'm just saying like it's love like, grows. It's going to happen. It's right. going to happen. You know. Uh, and he was just like, you know what? Screw that. My love is in another bunker. I'm going to go to that bunker. <laughs> right. And uh, I think... I'm hella jealous of that other bunker, though. Come on. So, yeah. He's his... on the beach, yo. 
right carved out of a mountain yeah it was like in a beach cave it was really cool so good and his was like was it like in like the foothills like of the mountains in california or something Mm -hmm. yeah it just looked like a like a mario pipe sticking out of the ground yeah it was cool um but yeah i mean it was it was cute it was fun uh they they teach him survival track like tricks that i was just like that's pretty good you know like and some of the things, like I said, you don't expect. And then they have to, they talk about how they makeshift their weapons, mm-hmm. you know? So you get to see that and you're like, wow, it's really like a Fortnite-esque thing too. Because in Fortnite, like their weapons are just made from scratch mm-hmm. because it's a zombie apocalypse world. Right. And so I was just like, well, like, good job, you know, and showing how accuracy and, you know, engineering could work in this aspect. I don't know. I had fun. It was great. Me too. Yeah. I just, like, I don't really think I have any negative feedback right. on this movie. Like, it's just a fun movie. And I'm bummed. Well, I mean, I'm glad we watched it. But and it was on our, like, voodoo list for such a long time. We should have just got it right away. I mean, I think we out. got it, like, a couple weeks after it came out. We I thought we, like, just watched this. No. Maybe November, a month after it came out, but... Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know yourself, but I'm going to watch it again because some parts are still fuzzy, but some parts I'm just like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. The action, like, the, the monsters. Yeah, yeah, the visuals were really cool. The story behind it, like, you get to see it firsthand. I can barely only remember that part, but technically, I think it was an asteroid coming to Earth. And we blew it up. And we blew it. We nuked it. And our, um, what is it that I'm thinking of? Like the radiation? Yeah, the radiation and the cosmic, like, space shit, alien shit from the meteor mixed up and mutated everything. And we're like, oh, so pretty. Bites off someone's head. Oh, my God. Right? Like, it happened super quick. Yeah. Like, they blew up the thing and, like bits and shards of the asteroid or whatever fell to earth and then like things started mutating so fast really fast but it was good like wow like i said it's like a twist to an apocalypse kind of movie wasn't very like depressing sad and dark but it had definitely some depressing moments but it also had some definite like feel good moments yeah definitely needed feel good moments right um yeah i want more me too. I'm trying to see, like, there isn't anything I, on IMDb about another movie. I could also, like, see this being, like, an HBO series, not with the same characters, but in a different bunker. Right. specific reasons, you know? Um, oh, so the main thread is, too, is that they all have these bunkers, but, you know, that doesn't stop some of these monsters. Some of these monsters are so big that they, they even live in the earth. Right. That they're just, they can just dig through our, uh, our, like, protective barriers Mm -hmm. and that's how people die that's how civilizations die and i think they even give you a number of some that are alive but uh we we didn't know what happened overseas that's another thing that i'm aware of is they're only aware of what's next to them i just saw like i guess it wasn't based on a book no it's like an original oh yeah i thought it was a book 
I could see it being like a graphic novel or like graphic novel, a regular sure. book. That would be really cool. But I'm actually kind of surprised that it's an original. Well, fingers crossed for more. Right. I feel they good. could do it. It's not announced, but they could totally do it. For sure. That was fun. All right, should we move on to the Monster Hunter? But wait, or wait, you have trivia. I have trivia, and then we have to rate it. See how oh, out of touch dirt. we are? Oh, man. There's only like four things of trivia, which is kind of interesting. It's only been out for a minute. Right. Um, the original title was Monster Problems, <laughs> which is kind of cool. That's, that's pretty good. Um, so Clyde and Minnow, Michael Rooker and Ariana Greenblatt, were traveling together but they were also in uh guardians of the galaxy together as gamora and yeah young gamora young gamora and okay okay yeah yondu sorry yondu right um the dog there was two dogs hmm. that portrayed boy were australian kelpies named hero and dodge hero and dodge right and it said that when filming with the dogs, only Dylan O'Brien was allowed to interact with them. If anyone else was filming scenes with the dogs, Dylan would have to take a day off and not be present on set. Wow. I don't know why. Trying to get like familiar, like familiarity with them. Maybe. Because I mean, him and the dog were like, they were tight. Yeah. The movie. So it's interesting that he like couldn't be on set if there was any other. Hmm. That's kind of crazy. Right. I know nothing about dog training or dog acting or whatever, but I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And that's literally the four things that are on oh. IMDb about it. All right. Well, Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 92. Users gave it an 89. And we sat with a perfect 90 because, yeah, the only thing that we want is more. That right. 90 will get bumped to 100, yo. For real. That and we want someone to buy it for us. I don't know. I'm just kidding buy it i know we own it wow <laughs> i was like wait a minute <laughs> i'm just joking because <laughs> i was trying to make up more reasons to give it the next 10 percent. oh gotcha but a 90 percent from us because it was a good movie a yeah. lot of fun now now we move on to the dark stuff or whatever they try to do so Nicole and I are Monster Hunter players, but we're Monster Hunter players of the new age, not the old age, meaning we didn't play it on our Nintendos and our Game Boys. We played it on PlayStation mm-hmm. with uh, Monster Hunter World. So we get some of it, a lot of it. We got a lot of it, but not all of it. Um, so, But technically, I'll read what we have written down. <laughs> <laughs> um a rift opens between our world and the monster world. When someone enters the rift, they have to fight to survive. So technically, this game, the Monster Hunter game, is a world full of monsters that you go through with your buddies and you slay the monsters, you harvest their, you know, parts. Their parts, you get, you know, leathers meats and bone and bones and all that stuff and you make your armor bigger and better to fight the next monster that's what all the games are it's a lot of fun uh the movie uh more or less the same but instead they said like the monster hunter world and our world a rift opened up between them mm-hmm. and the military was sent to go check it out and they're like what's that and they stepped through it and 
where are we now? What the hell is that monster? I don't know, but it just put its horn through someone. Yeah. yeah. It gets it was, brutal. Yeah, but it was they, pretty brutal. But they poke fun at it. Yeah. Not at the brutalness. They just, they play. And I'm just like, you're making it look really brutal and you're having fun. Like, that's really hard to kind of keep up with. People are dying. <laughs> Whereas Borderlands, that's a different story. Yes, right. these people are supposed to be dying. <laughs> right. You know? um, but I feel like having, like, the rift open, whether it was military or just, like... A person. A regular person I think going if it was through, a regular person, it would have been a different story. Right. But I feel like that was, like, the only way to tell the story. Because I was like... That's weird. Like that was my whole thing. Like that's right. weird that that's the direction they went. Right. But you pointed out like people don't know the Monster Hunter world. Mm-hmm. Like throwing a an stranger or like someone that doesn't know into the world, and then you have to explain everything to them. Right. Makes sense. Right. And I guess that was kind of the cool thing because uh, when they were making a game plan to move on from their current location. They had to, you know, think that over. They, they're like, all right, should we kill this monster and use its parts against this monster? So in some of those aspects, it was all there. Mm-hmm. But like another thing is your companion in these games is a palico. It's a little cat. Mm-hmm. They showed one people. These cats are everywhere, like everywhere, right. all around you. Everyone has one. And they showed one. And it was the chef Palico. It was, it was Chef Palico. They gave him a cutscene for his food, so it was perfection in a way. But like But they're supposed to like be in battle with yeah. you. Like they're supposed to travel with you. And it was like the guy that she met up with that was actually in Monster World. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter World, whatever. Yeah. The Hunter. The Hunter. So the Hunter is played by uh Tony Ja. And the character who came into the world is Mila Jovovich. Uh, as one Artemis. Of, yeah, and one of the lead uh, actors portraying someone from the games is Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Diego Bonetta was in it. Uh, T.I., or Tip Harris, whatever you know him as, was also an appearance. Megan Good, Josh Hellman, Jin Ya Yang, and Jean-Luc Schumann were all... Which one was... Is the handler is the person that's in the game yeah. and in the movie, right? The handler is like the person you go to, all right, what's our next mission, boss? You right. Know, she's not the boss. She's just the one. She pushes the papers for you. Yeah. You know, the report, the report taker and and whatnot. I thought it was kind of cool that her, like the character and her costume. Her looked, entire costume, yeah. I was and like, she even like wow. sounded a lot like the handler from the right. game too. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And then the guy that stuck around next to her, I was like, man, you guys got those two pretty accurate. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the hunter looked pretty good. I just wasn't expecting them to be di- speaking different languages from each other. I didn't know how that was going to play out. Um, but, you know, it was kind of, it was just cheesy. It's a little lame. But, man, those monsters were awesome, and I love a classic battle between monsters. The CGI on the monsters was probably the best part. And the roars and their sounds. Yeah. Their, uh, like, their map locations. Uh, those were all great. Like, there's just so many other things that were just like, why? You know? And one of them that I keep telling everyone, I'm tired of it. And it's, uh, 
there's a scene where the car goes through the you know the rift and it's like it loses its gravity and its balance and it starts rolling the people that are in the car Mm -hmm. so basically what it looks like is they put a camera in a car and they rolled the car a lot so everyone was getting tossed back and forth you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they literally did that in four different parts of the movie like it's like we already have this set up we might as well just do the rest of them do it again (laughs) yeah and that's where it was just like what the hell is this you know like come on it's it's all one thing the first time like using it once awesome where they used it the first time awful where they use it the last time perfect (laughs) the other times were just why (laughs) i can't no actually the second time was fine because it was when the monster hit the side of the the thing you know like a t-rex hitting Mm -hmm. the the car and it rolling duh that's gonna happen right everything else you're just like why do you keep showing this how relevant is this (laughs) that's what that's one of my problems but the weapons were dope yeah like uh in the game you get like a power attack so you kind of like your ultimate your ultimate attack or whatever and they have them and you're just like yes that's so cool yeah it was really cool so, and they're I, also, wait, we have some. I was just going to say, it's interesting. It has nothing to do with the actual movie, but their budget was $60 million and mm-hmm. they've only made $30 million. Half a... I mean, I don't, does box office include like digital streaming stuff or is that just like actual theater box office? I don't know. Because of COVID. Right. Makes sense. But still, only half, which is kind of a bummer. Hmm. Um, well, the release date of this movie was December 18th, 2020. And it was written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. That may sound familiar to you if you've listened to our Resident Evil episode. And he's the husband of... Mala Jovovich. Yeah. It's kind of cool that he's like, I want to do this movie, but I'm going to cast my badass wife <laughs> to be the main character. Like... Because it's just like, hey, I'm playing this game. Can you do this for me? And like, That's perfect. Right? <laughs> you know? Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 46. Users gave it a 70. Probably because, you know, well, some of those elements are there. <laughs> right. Um, but over at We're Watching Stuff, we gave it a 52 because it was just, it's literally a half and half thing for us. Right. It's like split down to the middle where it's just like, we hate it because of this. We like it because of this and not, not enough. And they don't work well together. Right. For me personally, like, I don't think I'll ever really need to watch it again. Hmm. Like, it's not going to be like a movie like, oh, my God, we should watch Monster Hunter again. It's just right. not on my docket. Um, I had no idea about this, but there was it was pulled from, like, Chinese theaters and caused a lot of controversy or uproar because there's a scene in the movie where um Jin character goes look at my knees and then he says what kind of knees are those and he says Chinese and like that's <laughs> that's hell? not okay so like people like the Chinese people were like um no and they mm-hmm. pulled it from theaters and Damn. um yeah from circulation in theaters just going boo right <laughs> And the authorities censored the references to it online. So we don't have it anymore? I don't know if in the United States if we do, but like... They didn't remove it from the movie. 
I think in China it might be removed. Right, from the movie. right. I just don't know how like all their like censoring stuff works. But like it's kind of crazy that in like 2020 that got like <laughs> not the okay because it's not okay, but like that right. made it into the final film. Right. But damn. Um, Is I that think, trivia? That's one trivia. Oh, okay, I was gonna say keep going. Kind of trivia. Kind of awful um right so ti says that his son convinced him to be in this movie because his son plays the game cool i would have done it then i'm like fine fine kid (laughs) um so some of the because there's a lot of like overhead drone helicopter whatever shots which are cool because it kind of like looks like the maps for Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. but a lot of the filming ro- locations were in South Africa and Nambia, mm. like so. vast, expansive vast vistas is what it said. Right. Um, scenery. Scenery. Mila's character, her name is Artemis, which, it as, um, is the goddess of the hunt, mm. which right. makes sense. Right. Kind of a cool thing. Um. The, yeah, I don't want to read the spoiler stuff, but since W, Paul W. S. Anderson, yeah, he left it on a cliffhanger just like he did with his Mortal Kombat movie from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Right. You never know. Well, he hasn't done a sequel yet, so <laughs> cliffhanger for like. <laughs> we'll look at Resident Evil. Uh, right. <laughs> like, That's damn. true. I mean, seven <laughs> yeah so it'll happen just patient patience but all those <laughs> all those resident evil movies came out and are done now hmm. so right but yeah it was a solid okay yeah uh, our 52 literally looks like an okay so we're just gonna say it was okay it was okay so if you're just like wanting to kill the time you're waiting for the godzilla versus kong movie as much as i am just throw right. it on and then watch Love and Monsters. That way you kind of get this episode. Cleanse your palate. But then you can like, ooh. But then you can be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Are there... you know, it's like a Sprite. Right. <laughs> You're a dork. <laughs> um, are there any new trailers? There I mean, probably there probably are, are. But I have not looked at, had the chance to like look at any. Right. Unless some come to the top of your head right now. Um, there's this new one on Netflix coming out called, what is it? Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Yes. Looks kind of cool. What? Why? Why can't I remember? <laughs> click, 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 click. It has uh, David Batista in it. Nice. Um, it actually came out. Well, it oh, says Netflix out? today, I think. Oh, damn. But it says, <laughs> following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. <laughs> Gosh. But it looked kind of cool. Like the zombies looked cool, and then it was like all Vegasy. So yeah. Was, like, oh, now I remember. Okay, like the okay. strip was all uh-huh. like. Well, now I want to watch it. Stuff. It looked pretty cool. Um. And then there was one I just watched this trailer called "I Care a Lot." I think uh-huh. it's another Netflix movie, but basically, it's this um, Rosamund Pike. She oh, yeah, is, yeah. she is a con woman slash murderer maybe (laughs) i don't know based on the trailer but basically she goes into like old folks homes or like older people and like hey you need like a guardian not a guardian but a like 
person to take take care of your take care of your estate. Like you can't make these decisions yourself oh, anymore. Okay. Um, and basically, like she goes after people that I think have a lot of money, but mm. then she picks the wrong target, oh. and they come. I think they come back after Who her. Who plays that wrong target? Uh, Anyone specific? The mom. It's Diane Weiss, <laughs> <laughs> the mom from uh, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Right. And it also has a fuck. Game of Thrones. Arya. No. Uh, Cersei. No, it's the. <laughs> everyone, I'm not saying. Everyone, you're not saying. Um, oh, uh, one of the Starks. No. What? Okay. Sorry. Never mind. You're on. I'm gonna own. be <laughs> like you're gonna be like oh seriously. I don't care that's about the Peter other Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah. that's right. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. I was okay. like, this looks, it looks cool. I think it's another Netflix movie. Hell yeah. So, Netflix um, has been cranking out the good ones. So is Disney Plus, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. But yeah, so I think those are the only two I just, they were on my Facebook earlier today. So That works. I mean, I haven't, ha- none have really come up for me at the moment. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being patient while we are gone. If you get a chance, please like and review us on Spotify podcast, iTunes podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. All those socially things. Yeah. So we're going to go do what we normally do. And we're going to go watch some stuff. Bye.